Welcome in to Remedial Adventuring 401, a new real play TTRPG podcast. I'm Adam Souza, and I will be your guide through this fantastical journey as your DM. Prepare for an epic tale with six adventurers, each bearing the weight of their past failures from their original parties. Now thrown together in the remedial class, they're on a quest for redemption and their elusive adventuring license in the captivating realm of Alorium. So, gather around the virtual table, wield your dice, and brace for a tale of second chances, daring escapades, and the pursuit of greatness amidst setbacks. Welcome to Remedial Adventuring 401, where new legends emerge from failure. Well, now we can do a masquerade party, so that'll be... So you guys had left off getting your masks, you all put on your masks, and you're in the group, you have not entered in yet, you are still at the entrance, but it is up to you how you would like to proceed. I don't understand how we're supposed to make a good impression on people when nobody knows who we are because we're all wearing dumb masks. So this whole thing seems like a setup, but I'm not real happy about it. Real quick question. This is out of character before we get started. How do the masks work? Do they disguise people that wear them or do they disguise people that are both wearing the masks from seeing each, recognizing each other? So basically when you're wearing, if you look at someone wearing the mask, the identity of that person becomes distorted. Even if you don't have a mask on. So if someone didn't have a mask on and looked at you wearing a mask, they would not see you, but you would see them. Okay. So in essence, she did do us a favor by giving us a mask. Yeah, but the whole job was that we're supposed to impress them with oh, their, yeah. our, their, our country's adventuring parties. But nobody knows who the fuck we are. We're going to be effed over anyways. Because it was a setup. I mean, I, I believe that. Eustace is is very happy about this event. He's just like, oh, I get to talk to people. He's very much an extra. He's like, oh, <laughs> I get to network. <laughs> and nobody will know who he is. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> For Eustace, though, um, give me give me a perception check. Looks like Holly's just happy to be at a fancy dance. <laughs> Fifteen. Okay. With a 15, you see that there's a very large ballroom. This is pretty much like the majority of what would normally be like a building. This is a very large space, bigger than like a high school gymnasium even. But you see large marble pillars on the edges. There's some very tall windows on the side with the very fancy satin curtains. And the whole place is very well decorated. You see lots of people, less than 100, but maybe 50, maybe even more, mostly in small groups you also see a live orchestra you see a lot of employees handing around drinks and snacks or d'oeuvres things like that you don't necessarily see any tables for like a meal but you do see that they are passing around foods you see there's an area where they have chess or something similar they have a card game they have different i don't want to call them booths but they basically are booths. It's, it's just like a table with something that's happening there. And you see that a few of them look like they're activities, whereas a few of them actually look like they are displays. You see one display that's very much like, oh, this is Alorium, which is your country. But the other displays do not look like Alorium. They, they look like they're from other countries. And these might be related to those countries that the woman had mentioned earlier. What activities can Eustace see 
like you said chess and card game of some kind there's a chess tournament there's some type of card game there's some type of it kind of looks like a puzzle competition and those look like the activities and then you also see more like cultural exhibits elsewhere okay two questions mm -hmm. i have a advantage against magical effects okay which I didn't realize last time we played. Does that have any bearing on the mask? Okay, so it's because you didn't roll to be affected, it's just an effect because it's a cantrip. There's no roll for it. Technically, that doesn't work. But when you start to try to remember people, I'll give you advantage on that. Okay, and then the other thing was, can I roll a history check to see if I can remember anything about being hearing any about any of these other gatherings or meetings or anything? Well, I'll remind you that last session you got a, a nat one on whether or not you had ever heard about these things, and it was a very much no, they've never talked about it before, you have no idea. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, however, what I will do because of your upbringing, give me a history check to see if you recognize any of those cultural exhibits from a distance. Okay, same my dice. Uh, 11. 11. So of the three, you recognize one. Please give me D6 for one and two is one country, three and four is another, five and six is another. Three. Okay, you find a display on a country called Revoria. Revoria is a country that you just know of. It's a neighboring country. You have good relationships with this country. It's a mountainous city. It has really high peaks, but it also has really deep valleys and dense forests. So it has different regions have completely different feels to it because you literally have altitudes, you know, like it, it changes the way things work. They're really big into like sustainable living. So they're really into the environment, being in harmony, herbal medicines, things like that. And that is the relationship that Alorium has with this country is botanical research, medicinal and plant research, things like that. Uh, the other two countries you don't recognize, at least not from a distance. Okay. Well, actually, there's four other countries, two of which you definitely wouldn't have recognized, two of which you might have recognized, but you didn't. Okay. Well, I guess she said we're supposed to be representing our country, so does that mean we should be standing by our table? Uh, she didn't say you need to stand by it, but give me, you know what, because she didn't tell you anything, give me either a intelligence check or an insight check. And <laughs> damn. Hey, a 23. Okay. Ooh. So, I think... You kind of, without being told so, you you understand the purpose of this. You're supposed to come in and basically introduce yourself as like, I am an adventurer of the Adventuring Academy of the country of Alorium. And then basically talk yourselves up or let them ask you questions or however. But you don't need to stand at the Alorium table. If anything, you should really be mingling elsewhere. Okay. I has is going straight for the games. Okay. Before he does, I want to grab him. <laughs> okay. Uh, fine. So, Eustace tells everybody, we might be able to make a good impression by beating the pants off of these people at their games. <laughs> I don't see how removing their clothing is going to help, but <laughs> sure. Eustace, Eustace blushes at the very notion. <laughs> so he basically says, like, yes, we had a plan to let's let's mingle to various people and point out key representatives. But also, when we once we introduce ourselves, we can draw attention to ourselves and then say, like, I specialize in this, and then we beat them at their own games as a demonstration of our value. <laughs> Proof is in the pudding, and we're not going to be stabbing people here or having any adventuring, I hope. But so these little activities seem like a way for us to um strut our stuff does that mean i'm supposed to pickpocket or something i pretend i didn't hear that <laughs> he saying that in the intonation that the headmaster did in, in the first episode <laughs> well holly would like to kind of walk around and strut her stuff and okay 
try to pretend to be the yeah i'd like to i'd like to see what all the activities are i guess maybe as we as a group can check out and that way everybody knows which is which kind of make a circuit yeah okay without needing a check i can tell you as you go around you see that there is the large orchestra they will be doing live performances you also see space for additional people to come in someone to come in and sing someone to come in and play a different instrument you don't recognize so they'll probably be coming out throughout the night you do see chess a, a very fancy like marble chess set as well as different areas that have card games going and it's not a gambling system per se it's more just gaming for the fun of it no one's betting any money type things is there any uh dragon chess or dice games along with the chess we do have dragon chess you do not see any dice games though Okay, because I have proficiency in those games. So, so given Carbon Fang's background and these, she's probably familiar with these bougie events. Like, does she know anything that people typically like do in these kind of events and like how things work um, and how to behave? Between your history and also Cassandra's kind of rundown last uh, session, you have a good idea of how to behave. So you don't have to worry about immediately making a fool of yourself. <laughs> immediately. <laughs> you have to try now um but no there, there's basically a lot of just socializing and talking and everybody's gonna make themselves sound better than they really are but that's just kind of par for the course one of the things that you notice is a lot of these people are wearing diplomatic pins this is what people wear when they come from other countries as representatives to say like hey i am you know from another country so don't mess with me because i do have you know a diplomatic, diplomatic immunity. Mm -hmm. <laughs> more like diplomatic protection right but yes you, you see several people and what i will tell for all of you is that there are at least two cultures that you see at this party that you've never seen before mm. there's three of them that you recognize they seem normal to you it'd be like an american seeing like german french and british versus all of a sudden seeing someone from laos or cambodia macronesia <laughs> I hear your country sinking into the sea. <laughs> <laughs> and and we don't, there are three, you said? There's three that you know, two that you don't. Cassandra knows one of the three very well. That was the Rivoria country. The other two countries she didn't recognize from a distance, but she probably would recognize if she looked further into it or spoke to someone from there. Okay. Okay, but we're all from, like, well-to-do backgrounds, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So we should all know how to act here. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like between your backgrounds and like kind of having that rundown before you showed up, you're you're good to go. Like no one's gonna awkwardly walk into it. Or if you do something weird, I'll give you a kind of a heads up. But <laughs> and we should all be sufficiently cocky enough to handle ourselves. Sure, hopefully. Pride is a is is a sin. You know, it's uh, <laughs> something we we want to be modest. Well, let's go be charismatic, I guess. I'm going to go check out these new people. Sure. All right. The first thing I would like is a check from Hollybrook. Can you please give me a charisma check or a performance check? Your choice. Oh. Uh, pretend to be alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, let's do performance. Can you perform like a living person? Hey! Okay. Uh, with a oh, hey, enjoy breathing. Sure is fun to breathe, <laughs> right, everyone? With a nat twenty between your own ability and also the mask, kind of making it vague, you do not appear to be undead at all. Yeah. Hey. What about the smell? 
Nope, even with the smell. Wow. But unless someone was to specifically use a detect undead spell, but they have no reason to. Just by looking <laughs> at you, they have no idea that you're dead. Yep, no no dead people here. <laughs> My cells function very normally, thank you. So Polly is feeling a lot more confident now that with this mask on that she feels like she's herself again. I'm also gonna give you with your Nat 20 performance check, for a little while at least, you'll have advantage on charisma based checks. Ooh. You've been elevated to weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Who's that man in a Hawaiian shirt? <laughs> you never be caught dead in a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> so I know uh, I has is going towards the games. Is Eustace going towards the games? I kind of, yeah, I guess if uh, we're all going to go, go to the games and regroup, should we announce ourselves first or make an impression and then announce ourselves? Actually, so that's a good point. Something I forgot to mention is as you are entering into the ballroom, the little old woman that hired you tells something to an announcer who then announces each of you in turn to introduce okay. you as you arrive. Which is why the mask is so important. <laughs> <laughs> But honestly, once you start mingling, other than having heard the name, they're not going to recognize you again. But you, yeah. if you if you say I'm, I has, then they'll remember. Like, oh yeah, I heard that name. No, don't don't beat them at cards. Slap them and then say this is my name, so you remember it. You know, or do. <laughs> okay, gotcha, gotcha. Depends on what kind of impression you want to make. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I guess. And you said there are th three games: cards, ch chess, and dragon chess. Yeah, like chess and dragon chess together, and then cards. Okay. So is Dragon Chess like Chess Masters back in the day where the pieces fought one another? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. No, Dragon's Chess is very similar to regular chess. It just has a, a couple of different pieces and the board has like corner stuff. But yeah, okay. basically the same. Okay, thing. so it's it's like Star Wars chess. It's just it, it's like halfway the Star Wars chess, yes. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> right, or Star Trek chess. Okay. All right. Well Common Fang's gonna be lying to the liquor stand sure. off a couple of before sure. well, yeah, so, yeah do is there booze <laughs> so so i did say that people are basically walking around with trays of food and drinks there's nowhere to actually just fill up on food but you can take from these trays okay you see five different people with alcoholic drinks you can go to any of them let's say holly immediately finds the closest one and just takes a cup and starts kind of flaunting around bottoms up sure you take some Fay Perignon champagne. Ooh. It's a little sparkly. For the two of you going towards the games, which game are you first attracted to? Oh, Dragon Chess. That's that's my jam. Okay. Cards. Cards. Okay. So I has. You go towards chess. As you mm -hmm. go, there's actually a couple of like tables set up with this, so it's not just one table. And they, they say, Hey, would you like to participate? But of course, as you do so, you are seated at a table. And basically what's going to happen is I'm going to determine whether you lose or lost now. And then we'll mm -hmm. kind of role play it. Okay. Okay. So what I would like from you is an intelligence check and you have proficiency. So we'll add your proficiencies, which I believe is a two. Okay. Not great. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> so an eight. Um, not great. So I'm going to make this another check for someone. Well, they also didn't do great, but they did a little bit better. So it's it's going to be a very drawn out game, but you're going to lose. <laughs> it's a slow, boring game that no one wants to win. 
<laughs> oh man, slow boring chess at a party. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a rager. What a rager. <laughs> you're going to lose, but as you're placed down, you see a man. Give me a d6. Okay. A five. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. You see a man in attire that seems foreign to you, but still formal. The man has an interesting look to him. He's very tall, very slender. He has a mask on, but you can still see the pupils of his eyes, and he has these really piercing green eyes. Mm. He's got a mop of unruly hair underneath, but his mask seems to be like a falcon's mask. And he sits... And he introduces himself. He says, oh, hello, uh, my name is Thaddeus. What's yours? My name is Ihaz. Oh, I've never met uh, a, a dragonborn before. We don't have many of you in my country. Oh, well, uh, now's your chance. Oh, yes. Are you, um, where are you from? I, I'm here with the Adventuring Society or whatever we call <laughs> the adventuring academy yeah yeah I, i'm i'm with the school I, i'm with the i'm with the school for what's travelers what's nuts <laughs> give me a persuasion check <laughs> <laughs> an eight okay he takes that in he's like, oh uh, okay uh well dragon's chest oh is this a dragon thing oh is that uncouth i'm sorry uh yes I, I mean, I, I'd say it's uncouth, but it's also very true. Ah, yes, yes. Ah, he's he's very flustered. <laughs> um, <laughs> you have a very long and very awkward game with this man. Do you find out which country he's from? Uh, he will in a bit. But like oh, between yeah. the two of them, they'll have a conversation. Eustace, you're gonna go down towards the Wachamadinga um, card. <laughs> Yes, the card. <laughs> That's the name of the game. Watch him a ding it. Watch him a ding it. That, that is. <laughs> it's four card draw and fours or twos. Like. And, and, and they're not playing for money. They're playing for candy bars. Watch him a call it, to be specific. Right. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you go to play Watch him a call it, and you sit down. Now, this is a group game. So there's actually going to be three, uh, three other people with you, and the four of you are all against each other. There's no dealer. So what I would like from you is a performance check. Okay. You're playing euchre. Yeah, I guess so. Hey, a dirty 20. Okay. You do a few rounds very quickly, and of maybe five rounds, you win three of them. Um, one of which is a draw, and one of which you lose. Of course, there's no money, but they are all impressed with you. And with your performance, this is also looping in you kind of being a character. Mm-hmm. So as you speak to them, there's two people from this country, and the third person is from one of your allied countries nearby. He is not from Rivoria, though. He is from Verdantia, which you know is kind of like a tropical country, but between the three of them, they're there. Is there anything that you would guide the conversation towards, or do you kind of just let it happen? I would probably guide it towards displaying or talking up the value that adventurers bring to the table. So, like, I guess what I would say is, I would probably do some charmer thing about like, well, you can't serve both God and money, but since this is just for fun, uh, I guess I'm hashtag blessed. Uh, and then I talk about, you know who else is blessed? People that hire adventurers. <laughs> so the, the, the third man introduces himself as Lucian, and he is this dapper individual. He agrees with you. He says that adventuring is important. And you kind of come to the memory of the woman that kind of explaining things. She's like, you know, 
our allies and especially even our country know the value of this you really should push it towards the other people um however it's still good to make a good impression on these people to continue the investments that they've been making gotcha now he actually does talk a little bit he says oh yes our adventurers we don't have quite as long of a history of adventuring as your country of course but ever since that we've adopted your system we've actually quite increased our gdp having people come in and or go out and get treasures of uh hordes and they're all these things so we're we're actually doing a lot better and you guys do a very good job training your adventurers so i am all in favor of this interesting and um could i maybe gauge the difference between their adventures and our adventures sure I'll, I'll allow you to guide the, the conversation to kind of parse that out just give me either persuasion or a charisma check okay let's see 14 Okay, 14. He's going to make a check. Just one higher than you did. So he's he's a little cagey, but not in like a I'm being secretive way, but in a more of just like maybe he doesn't even know, to be honest. Okay, gotcha. But yeah, so you, you try to peek it out. You know that there's a difference, but what it is you don't really well. know. I guess what I'll do is I'll pivot and try this for all rich capitalist people that love synergy. I want to pivot it and say, well, if there's ever an opportunity for us to work together and become greater than the sum of our parts, we would love to have training or exchange of cultures between the two adventuring academies. I would like a persuasion check with advantage, and this is going to be very important. So if you get very good, something big might happen, depending on what happens. All right, here we go. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> Two now. Oh, 23. Okay. So, with a 23, nice. he looks at everybody at the table and he realizes he's among allies. Um, the three of you are from one country. He's the outsider. And he kind of lowers his head a little bit and in a more hushed tone, he says, There's been some talk about possibly an alliance between several of our countries. As an adventurer yourself, I don't know if you've looked at that A quest that's on all the boards. Oh, oh, oh. I see. Interesting. Well, I give him a, a wink and a nod, like, you know, your secret. I, I get you. You're safe talking here. I reassure him, I guess. Are you going to say that you've seen it, or are you going to not say that you've seen it, or? Well, you know, I'll, I'll be honest. I was hoping to answer that question immediately after I refreshed myself what the A-Quest was looking at the board in Discord. <laughs> you, you never looked. <laughs> I told you that there that. was one, but you never looked. You're like, that. let's look at the Ds. Yeah, okay. I, I don't. I don't even know if you looked at the C's, to be honest. No, you did. I didn't know it. Did we? Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, because one of them was that the country on the ocean. Wait, I thought we. Oh, I, you know, you know, I'll trust you. Yeah, we probably didn't. No, we we did not. We definitely did not. Yeah. Okay. So, I'll, uh, let, let's say I'll I'll pivot to be like a um like no, but tell me more. I was I was occupied with the previous mission. You know, I've, I'm we're just getting back into town after solving a terrifying spiritual problem. For a, a captain of industry. <laughs> okay. I would like a deception check. Okay. Yeah, but no. I mean, it's, it, it's a matter of perception, right? Like, <laughs> it's true. Then why? <laughs> All right. I, uh, ooh, a 15. Okay. Okay. With a 15, acceptable. He says, well, if you take a look, there's some talks about, there's that god of, the uh, of, of you know, death. Uh, who, who likes death? Of course not. And the, the, that God is going to be a thorn in our side as no matter what we do. And if we can 
limit his power or even cut him out altogether. <laughs> Who knows what that could do for our societies as a whole? We're only in the talking phases, but yes, that is something that we're looking into. Okay. Um, Killing God? The God of Death. Again? <laughs> <laughs> we limit him. You know, we, we hobble him, maybe. We, yeah. Just limiting his ability to influence our countries. Ooh, interesting. Mm. All right. Well, Eustace is a little internally a little disgusted by this proposition, but he knows he's here for a reason, and his uh, as much as he may disagree with his masters, they want him to have a good impression. So he maybe kind of slides. Would, would we have cards or some way of like saying like here's how to reach us? It's up to you. <laughs> would okay. you have? Would you have had the premonition? I bet would. I bet Eustace probably would have some kind of document that's like oh this is who i am to present and be like look at how fancy i am a little bit <laughs> okay i could see that for your character sure you you hand him a card and he says ah well when we get into a more concrete phase i will be sure to contact you if you are right. still interested interesting okay i bow out with a, a a gracious like oh you know thanks for the the riveting game of cards uh, may fortune be on your side i have to go mingle <laughs> excuse myself all right. Going back to IHAS, um, you yep. have a conversation. What I would like is either a charisma check, a performance check, or if you want to be lying through your teeth, a deception check. <laughs> okay. okay. With an 18 deception, you have made some good points that are all false. Um, That's right. <laughs> now, how would you have been guiding the conversation? Would you go towards any conversational topics or anything? I'd want to learn more about where this person comes from and what brought them here sure try try to try to impress them by just making crap up <laughs> so yeah thaddeus he mentions he, uh, yes I, I was once a very timid person uh, i i worked with magical properties of plants and i also I come from a family full of garment weavers, and I was the odd man out to go and learn herbology and botany, but I was also a bit of a recluse. And one day, we had people come to the village, and they're actually from this country, and they mentioned starting an alliance with our country. We, we had only recently accepted your country as a open border so this was very new and i decided to take a chance and i know i'm here uh you guys have different plants than we do and i i find the intricate leaf patterns beautiful symbols here but yes uh, that, that what brings us here now they also mentioned trying to establish an adventuring academy in eldermore now we don't have that and to to be quite honest it seems a bit foreign to me but so far everybody seems to be quite for it uh, they haven't given me any reason to doubt them uh, and your tales of regalia has been quite interesting to listen to <laughs> your <laughs> complete <laughs> lies um, but uh yes uh I, I i'm still not quite certain what we would use it for we don't have adventures in my country were very uh, I, I don't know how to say we have horses <laughs> and that's the most exciting part of our day uh, <laughs> we don't have these ex exorbitant you know quests to go find treasure or ancient ruins or anything like that uh, so i don't quite see the purpose but people do seem to think that would be good for us but i, I don't know I, I still don't what do you think uh 
And did you give him your real name or did you still lie? No, I said I said I has. Okay. Um so so he calls you by name. He says, "What do you think I has?" Well, in a way, I think, you know, and I I can relate to your experience of branching out from the family background. That itself is a type of adventuring trying to use your curiosity to develop new knowledge that wasn't available before it doesn't have to be going off and fighting a giant monster it can just be learning new things that people weren't acquainted with yet coming here itself type of adventuring quest true i i appreciate that i like that um give me a persuasion check with advantage he he likes that answer he wants to like that answer at least <laughs> yeah we'll see <laughs> okay with a 17 i'd say that yes he he accepts that he's not about to go establish the academy in his country but he's right. you've given him reason to like this so for the two of you we're going to put you on pause for a little bit i believe carbon fang was going to the alcohol or was that hollybrook yeah, or both that of was you? me Carbon Fang, you go over to one of the employees who has a tray of drinks. Actually, you see different employees and you see different drinks. One of the person has whiskey. One of the people has brandy. One of the people has cocktails. One person has champagne, which Hollybrook had gone to earlier. And there's also another person with a little bit of like a basket. And it's got different uh, herbal infused teas. Mm, I'll, I'll go with the champagne. A Fay Perignon champagne. It sparkles up on the top. You can enjoy your drink. What are you doing other than that? Are you mingling? Are you looking for anything? Well, um, I, I know the last time we mentioned any of my family there, uh, but do I recognize anybody from my social cycle or people that I've run into from past family parties and events? Give me, uh, give me a perception check with disadvantage since you have the mask effect on these people, so it's kind of hard to recognize them. Mm -hmm. Oof. Okay. Oof. Uh, so you don't know. <laughs> you oh, see no. a bunch of people that you don't recognize, but it's not solely because you don't know who they are. It's just you don't recognize them. Mm. So I feel like with Carbon Fang's personality, she probably would not feel comfortable coming up and talk to people okay. so she's just gonna go stand against the wall just chugging drinks and <laughs> okay two things i would like a constitution save 18 with an 18 you're able to drink no problem now as a question are you kind of hiding yourself as you do this or are you still kind of standing in view of everybody but just not I'm not actively hiding myself because I uh, uh, imagine this is like an open space um, mm. ballroom type of space. Um, so I'm just gonna stand by myself away from people and just like people watching, but not actively hiding. All right, let me ask you this do you kind of go towards the wall or do you stay in the center? I go towards the wall. Okay, give me a stealth check. 11. You're still very well illuminated. People can still see you, but you're really not attracting any attention because you're not doing anything. We're going to go to Cassandra. What was it that you said you were doing? So they're at the card playing games. Carbon Fang's just hanging out. Okay, I am going to go to one of the tables that I didn't recognize mm -hmm. and talk to anyone that's there. Sure. Would you like to go to an ally country that you don't recognize or a foreign country you don't recognize? A foreign country. Give me any type of dice that you want. Odds or evens will depend on which one you go to. Two. 
So with an even number, you go to a place and you see it's written out. It's called the Ice Shroud Dominion. Ice Shroud. Uh -oh. You see images of a frozen tundra with icy landscapes, glaciers, snow-capped mountains. And you can see that this is a very harsh, wintry environment. And you see a man standing behind it next to a woman. Uh, they both seem to be very tall and very... Very thick. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As they stand there, they, they see you breathing and they say, Oh, do you know Ice Shroud? I do not. I'd like to know more. Oh, but maybe if you hum a few bars. <laughs> <laughs> we are from far to southwest by ice. And he kind of just gestures <laughs> at the images. <laughs> and you would know geographically that the south pole and the north pole are all ice and that there is land both at the north and south poles and he's saying that he's to the south okay and he just continues he says where are you from here oh you are from alorum yeah uh, your country is quite beautiful oh thank you what um what kind of sports do you do uh where you're from what is sport <laughs> mm, do you do anything in the ice and snow for enjoyment we have communal activity we have ice sculpture uh, have, you, have you ever sculpted with ice sculpted with other things but i can see how sculpting with ice would be interesting it it is quite interesting we mostly do snow activity uh and we focus on survival we must focus on survival as if we do not we will not live fair do you do so i put in my bio that i do surfing i'm trying to figure out if they do like snowboarding or anything um give me give me an insight check with advantage oh, right. 23 okay within that 20 they don't have like this is a fun activity that we're doing for fun, but they do have things like animal pulled sleds. They have skis, but it's just how they use to get around because otherwise they'll sink into the snow. He does mention, you know, doing ice sculptures, although it's slightly less decorative. It's it's usually like, oh, I'm I'm carving something out of ice to be used. Mm. But yeah, they 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 don't really have the free time enough to have the luxury of sports or events like that. Do Would I hear or in any country that I'm aware of, would there be at any point in time where I would have the chance to like go up in the mountains to do something like skiing? Yeah, you are not far from a mountain range. So yeah, you could have easily gone there, especially with your family. Okay, well then I want to explain to them that, that that's what we do in the snow. Maybe is go up and like have contests about like speed and athleticism in the snow. What I would like from Cassandra is going to be, it's not, I guess just a persuasion check, just to convince okay. him of the benefit 3020 okay he says you know perhaps while i'm here in your country i try this out oh you definitely should uh let me know and i introduce myself shake his hands and i'll tell you the best places to go he appreciates it so he accepts your goodwill he introduces himself as bjorn and he says this is my wife ira we are the frost falls and as he points out ira she's got a beautiful lower half of the face <laughs> and the the top part actually looks a bit like a bear his mask actually looks like a nutcracker and they you see also ira is wearing very intricate jewelry give me a perception check um yeah it's a very intricate jewelry and as you guys continue talking he he seems to have taken a, 
an interest in you once you've explained what skiing and snowboarding is. For Ira and Bjorn, just tell me how you would like to guide the conversation to any topics or anything. I guess maybe tell them that um, I'm an adventurer and like explain what that is and ask if they have anything similar where they come from. Sure, you can definitely do that. With everything going well, give me a persuasion with advantage. Ooh, 21. Um, yeah, so... He mentions, he says, You know, we not have much time to do other things, but if other people want to come into our country to do what they want to do, as long as they don't hurt us, and as long as they don't stop us from surviving, I don't see why issue, but I still don't see reason to do. <laughs> it's sort of like helping people, so we can help people with small problems that they may not be able to fix themselves, or... Uh, larger problems for a whole town or city you know let's say you have something like a polar bear <laughs> attacking a town or a city or give me an insight check okay 15 so with a 15 you look at him as you're explaining this and he's not greatly but a little bit offended and you kind of put two and two together it's like you're basically saying oh you can't take care of yourself let us do it and he didn't like that. i think i'm going to explain it more in a way of like if there was you know you were out hunting or to protect uh, small children or the elderly or whatever. However, we can be of assistance. You know, some people are really great at lots of things and some people are not as great as other things. And it's always good to have people that when you all come together are good at everything because then no matter what happens, everything's covered. Can I use charm person? <laughs> sure, if you want to. <laughs> wait, wait, okay, go, yeah, screw it, yeah. Alright, I casted Charms for Charm Person. Okay, so for Charm Person as a spell, that's a what level spell? I have that as a first level. So you could uh, do it as a second level, but all that would do is let you do an additional person. Yeah, I think I just need to charm him and not necessarily his wife. Sure, so, ooh, he's got a very high save, so it's a, a save of 17, so he's going to have to do this. I guess I would couch it as, not everyone is as strong and brave as you are, and <laughs> occasionally they might like to hire someone to come help with them help them with things sure well he fails his saving throw so he considers you or he is considered charm and he thinks you are a friendly acquaintance he kind of already did but in, in even more so so now i'm just trying to like squeak out that offense a little bit basically. <laughs> sure okay I, I i can see that give me a persuasion check with advantage to smooth things over 22 with a 22, you take some time, you kind of backpedal a bit, all water under the bridge. Excellent. Do, uh, did I also have, did they also give me business cards? Do we also all have cards, basically? Yeah, you have cards if you'd like to pass it off. Yeah, you, I'd you like to give him one and then sure. tell him, you know, it's great. Speaking of you, please let me know if we can be of any assistance. And let me know when you go skiing. Ah, uh, yes, will do. Thank you. And you have a, a good bit with him and if you want to continue talking in the background you could be doing that or if you want to leave you can leave at this point too i think i want to go to the other table that i also didn't know sure so you start walking off to the other table we're gonna go now to myrtle what were you doing did you say what you were doing i was gonna go to one of the foreign groups okay you would see cassandra on one table and then another table with no one in front mm -hmm. so i'll go to the one she's not at so similarly you see a small table with some 
images and some paperwork to kind of explain the country. You see a sign that says Eldermore, and you see a vast flatland country, sprawling plains, lots of fertile fields. Um, you see a lot of pictures of horses and a lot of farms. And you see two ladies behind the table, and they are watching you approach. It says, oh. Hello there. I introduce myself and ask them how they're enjoying their visit so far. It's quite interesting. It's very different from our country, but it's been a very productive time. We've done a lot of shopping. Oh, what kind of shopping? Oh, well, metallic objects that we don't quite have ourselves. We do have metal, of course, but um, a lot of these trinkets that we don't have so we've got quite a collection to bring home um i share with him you know a love of shopping and talk with them about that for a few minutes sure and then i refer to their pictures and so i ask them about their country or you know do you are you our farmers yes we do grow grain but we also raise horses um our country is very big into horses oh in what ways do you use your horses? Is it for pleasure, work? <laughs> um, so, uh... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um, Dirty minds. Dirty minds. <laughs> um, she says, yes, uh, well, you know, for, for quite everything, we use it for travel, we use it on the farm, we use just for um, our our leisure, uh, all sorts of things. Uh, many of the families who have uh, singular or dual horses consider it almost part of the family. And even those who have large groupings of horses still have a great love for their animals. Are they regular sized people? Uh, <laughs> they are. They're, they're, they're taller than you, but shorter than the average human. Okay. I would like to ask if they see people my size riding horses. <laughs> yes, we have people of all sorts of body types, and we also have horses of different body types, as well as the occasional um, mule or pony as well. Mm -hmm. So I express my interest in that, and I share that I'm an adventurer and ask if they have adventures in their country. Um, so similar to the, the man that I has talk to they both say well we don't really have much going on in our country well it's we're a very peaceful easygoing country we ride our horses and we farm the land so there's not much that we find a need for it give me an insight check okay so they, they basically just say like yeah we, we don't think we really have a need for it. it it's not a bad thing per se but it's kind of not something that we've ever needed until this point so why would we need it suddenly well i share that that is wonderful that they don't have monsters attacking their crops and <laughs> share the story about you know the farmer getting his crops eaten and how we were able to help him give me another insight this time with, with with advantage okay with an 11 the most you can kind of get is just like a concern for that farmer like oh no um i hope he's doing okay but yeah you don't really get anything further than that and say well so i take it you're an adventurer what say you i i, I know you you mentioned the farm that had issues but how often do you have to go out on adventures? Oh, uh, we can, I can stay as busy as I want to. So if I need a break, I can take a break. But I enjoy the adventuring life because I get to meet lots of different people and do lots of different things. I'm my own boss. I make my own hours. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yep. Um, hey, hon, you want to join an adventure? It's <laughs> game. It's passive income. Not really, but, you know. Um, so then I, I tell her about the ghosts we got to take care of. Okay, so she's like, oh, ghosts, that's interesting. We don't have many ghosts in that I know of, at least. But I'm sure they're... There must be um, famous last words. <laughs> <laughs> we we actually have quite a good understanding with our natural world. Uh, we're, it's very open skies where we live. So that's great. <laughs> do you guys get snow, or do you have seasons, or is it like one season all year round? No, we do have seasons. We have the four seasons. We've been told that we have a very mild summer, but we do get harsh winters on occasion. Mm -hmm. How do those horses handle the snow? Well, there's different breeds. Some of them love the snow. They'll prefer it to be anything. Um, but then, of course, some of them are very picky and don't like the snow too much. And for those horses, we give them padding and all sorts of protections, which we've developed over generations. It was wonderful meeting you ladies. I, I, I'm going to have to write this down so I can come visit sometime oh, yeah. and ride the horses. Of course. If you would like, we do have a flyer. I would love one and I'll give you my card. Oh. In case you ever need any help. Excellent. Thank you so much. And you get the uh, Eldermore flyer. Okay. So, Hollybrook, you had gone to take some champagne. What did you do after the champagne? I think her being the drama queen that she is and kind of used to being the center of attention, she's probably pretty good at, like, reading a room. Okay. But more at, like, the high school setting. So, this is probably a little above her league, but there's still probably some similarity. Yeah, and you've had, like, family events, so you've seen a few things so i think at the moment she's just kind of walking the room and just chit-chatting mingling and just kind of getting an idea and just reading the room to see what's happening and who the players all are sure definitely you know what give me an investigation check as you kind of actively look around and pull in information from the people around you oh this isn't gonna go well <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> okay with a negative one. <laughs> Mr. Magoo makes his entrance. Just maggots call out of her mouth. <laughs> you um you start looking around and you don't notice a person carrying a tray full of food. Oh, no. And suddenly there is a, a bunch of smoked salmon canapes with a dill cream cheese just going everywhere. Oh, my favorites. <laughs> and with that, what I would like is a performance check. And in this case, you want a low one um, <laughs> to make not big of a splash. Yeah. But. <laughs> Within that 20, you make the loudest fucking noise you have ever made. <laughs> Every person's eyes are on you right now. Everybody except for I has recognizes that this is Hollybrook. <laughs> and she's just right in the middle of everything. Everyone's kind of looking at her. I'm not. I'm ignoring her. Sure. <laughs> you had the initial like loud noise. Look, oh, it's her. Look away. Um but with the majority of them looking at her, before she does anything, does anyone do anything in this moment? Or do you distance yourself from Hollywood? I feel the compassion of D&D &D Christ compels me. I, I see someone in an embarrassing social situation. I want to run in and everybody's everybody immediately turned on to her, right? Like this is the biggest thing in the room, so it's gotta be the most embarrassing. I mean, I tripped once in the cafeteria in college and my tray went everywhere, so I'm having like 
secondhand cringe. <laughs> yes. Eustace runs up to Hollybrook. Does is anyone else doing anything, or do you let the situation unravel from there? Um, I know that Carbon Fang is not. She she doesn't know these people. Or <laughs> pretends to. Fair enough. Yeah. I uh, want to run up and help her and get up, like sure. stand up and like get her together. Sure, definitely. Between the two of you, you're able to do so. When you help her up, what I would like between the three of you is just a flat charisma check. So all three of you give me a charisma check, and the better the three of you together are, the more you kind of like smooth it over. All right. With an 11, the 13, and a 19, luckily Hollybrook, and she already had that nat 20. She looks great. Actually, speaking of which, you get um, advantage. So give me another one just flat, just to see if you can do better than the 19. For charisma? Yes, just a flat charisma. Nope. Nope. Okay, so you didn't get the that one, so that's good. Get rid of that. Get rid of that now. <laughs> We're all over the board tonight. Okay, but uh, with a, a, a 19, a 13, and 11, you know, people noticed you, but you didn't continue to make a, a scene, and people kind of look away out of embarrassment, secondhand embarrassment. There might be a couple of people, like, keeping an eye on you, but nothing to really worry about. As the three of you are now together, do you discuss anything, or do you... So, Hollywood blames it squarely on the guy. She takes no responsibility. It's not her fault. <laughs> okay. Just, how dare these waitresses and waiters not pay attention to where they're going, and <laughs> just kind of sits so, there and mumbles, so only the two can hear so plan of show the wait staff a shred of decency is out the window. Very <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sadly. Um, okay, Eustace slides in like Kevin McAllister on his knees, just like swoops in there. It's like this could be an opportunity for us to show and demonstrate to everyone what happens when someone is shunned and has troubles and allies come in and help them and then he does a very obvious very large comical a big loud <laughs> like a like we can turn this we can use this this doesn't have to be an embarrassing cringe moment give, give me a performance check 24 okay oh. uh yeah you turn it around you exude whatever personality or mental or whatever you want to exude i'm thinking televangelist <laughs> sure people look at you and go okay this guy is knows what he's doing i can see the the value of <laughs> more than one person sweating <laughs> heavily wiping your brow with some sort of napkin and then I want, to, I want to turn to them, if possible, and say, like, who amongst you has not fallen upon hard times, both personally and nationally? An adventuring party is just like me and my friend here. We help when help is needed. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know! It's so crazy. You don't want to need us, but when you do, you can call. Yes. All right, give me a performance check with disadvantage. <laughs> okay. <laughs> For your own teammates, I might add. Oh, <laughs> a lot of people kind of just like shrug and go back to what they were doing. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> now that the eyes are off of you, though, uh, the three of you are together. Is there anything that you do or discuss, or do you go back to doing your own things? Um, well, going to go to the women's room to get cleaned up. Sure. I mean, you didn't really get dirty. You kind of knocked the other person more so than yourself. I will talk to the waitstaff and try to smooth things over and say, like, hey, it's not your fault, buddy. It happens just because I want them on our good side. Sure. So do I need to talk to that sp specific person? Or... You give me a persuasion check. Okay. 15. 
he takes it in stride he's he's like uh thank you for that he's he's definitely thankful for the attempt but mostly is just busy picking up the mess and what about cassandra i'm gonna help him pick up the mess okay so between the two of you you're helping this man hollybrook you go towards the bathroom before you can go to where the bathroom is give me a dexterity save oh dexterity save for the bathroom this is not gonna be good that's okay. Oh, wait, that's a, that's a okay. Joke. Well, it's a nat twenty. So regardless of what check it was, um, is this like a Palace of Versailles situation where you're just hiding it behind a curtain? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but as you go towards the door, you see a woman. Now you wouldn't know who this woman is, but it was the same woman that Cassandra saw at the table of the Ice Country. So you see this very beautiful woman almost glide across the floor. You barely, you don't even notice her feet moving. She kind of just moves across the floor, but not blocking your way to the bathroom, but very much like she's looking at you. And when you see her, I would like you to give me a perception check, please. Oh, okay. With a 15, she has a beautiful, very highly detailed necklace, but you see in the pendant is a blue flame. And give me a religion check. Yeah, that was like, you had a dream of that, didn't you? Yeah. You put two and two together, this is the same flame, but again, you don't understand the significance of that in any sense of the term, but yeah. Does she stop me? Does she just walk by? Uh, She's kind of just like actively looking at you, and she's put herself between you and the bathroom, but not in a way of like, I am blocking the door. It's more of just like a, hey, I'm here without verbally saying it. Looking at her and looking at the necklace, just that verbally awkward, can I help you? I don't know. Can you? (laughs) She's actually going to make a check. With an 18, she looks at you and she's having a hard time because one, you have the mask making your vision not that great. And two, you got that nat 20 on your performance check to begin. And she's she knows something's not right, but she doesn't understand what's not right. She asks, she says, where where are you from? Crap, where am I from? (laughs) (laughs) You're from this country. (laughs) So you're from Elorium. That's your country. Yes. So I'm I'm from Alorium. Alorium. Your country is very foreign to me. We are from far to the south with great ice and glaciers. Many people are unable to survive down there, but we do our best. You're not from there? From your country? Yes, you're not from there, no? N- no, I I'm from Alorium. For some reason I feel connected to you somehow. Well, you have lovely time. I'm sorry for bothering you. I will go back to husband. <laughs> oh, you you have a good evening. Hollybrook, give me give me a d20. I'm going to see what your pluses are. I'm not going to tell you what ch- uh, what check it is. I don't think Hollybrook would just come out and go, yeah, I'm undead. No, no, you definitely wouldn't. <laughs> I'm all over the place tonight. Okay. You look at this woman, and as she turns around, she has this beautiful, beautiful, like, again, lower half of the face, but still, she looks beautifully stunning. And as she turns around, you can see at the nape of her neck, just a very small amount of necrotic flesh. Oh. She hasn't fully left yet, if you want to interact with her still. Otherwise, she can leave and go back to her table. 
she probably finishes her job in the bathroom, but we'll kind of keep an eye on her. So you go to the bathroom. So going back to IHAS, you were working on your chest. You've done a good job. Do you continue with the chest? Do you go anywhere else? Um, I'll excuse myself from chess to go get a drink and mingle, see how the others are doing. Now, you have disadvantage to find your friends because you were the only one right. to kind of fail your save. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> so before you do that, you can get your drink. Would you like a champagne, a whiskey, a brandy, a cocktail, or some tea? Whiskey. So you find someone with aged single malt whiskey. He gives it to you neat in a glass. Nice. Give me a constitution save. So you hold it. Uh, it's just one glass, so you're okay with it. It hits mm -hmm. you, but you take it like a champ. Yeah. As you start looking for your friends, give me a perception check with disadvantage to be able to recognize people. Okay. With a 13, you could either recognize Eustace and Cassandra standing together by a knocked over server, or you mm -hmm. recognize Carbon Fang off to the side. I'm going to avoid the mess and recognize Carbon Fang. Sure. Uh, and you approach Carbon Fang? Yeah. So the two of you have your interaction. As you approach, what do you do? Ask her what she thinks of the food and drinks, and she's met anyone interesting. Food and drinks are all right. Um, I haven't talked to anybody. I was just wondering, at such an event where adventurers are features, I was wondering why they only have, like, chess games and no strength games. Like wrestling or or something or arm wrestling or, or thumb wrestling or something thumb wrestling. Uh, for people to demonstrate strength you know right yeah well maybe maybe there's someone here at the party who would enjoy having an arm match with you are you volunteering yourself no <laughs> and then it's awkward silence and we just <laughs> a drink <laughs> both, both of you give me um wisdom saves okay just very awkward. <laughs> <laughs> going away from the two of you, going back into the center with Cassandra and Eustace, you have helped this man up. He's gone off to his own business to go get a new tray of food, but you are left in the center of the room. What I would like from both of you, please, is a perception check. Fifteen. So again, very difficult to recognize certain people, but you recognize the old woman and she is approaching where the band is playing. And as she's approaching, you hear the music kind of go down a bit. So she's probably about to do something. Okay. And that's the old woman we took the quest from, correct? Correct. Okay. What was her name again? You never got it. You never asked. <laughs> <laughs> True. 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 I'm terrible at us. We are like college students that messed up so badly we all for <laughs> practical purposes died um we did go to the lackey I mean, martin school of diplomacy yeah, this is this is good role play though why would why would remedial students ever care who their teachers are yeah exactly like we'd be like oh yeah here's just somebody doing telling us what to do we just do it we don't get involved with them or know anything about them they're they're barely people like they're just you know yeah they just said they just hand out grades give me the stamp give me the stamp give me the stamp um, how far gone is the tray guy, the waiter? He, he went back into the kitchen or something? Yeah, the one that you knocked over, he's gone. But there's other ways <laughs> nearby. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, I wanted to see if I can talk to them real quick. Sure. Is, is there, are there any that saw me help out the other guy? Because I kind of want to... Yeah, there's one nearby. 
Okay. So I, I want to strike up a conversation to him, kind of match his tone if he's frustrated or, you know, I want to be basically th think of how, how do you do fellow kids except it works? <laughs> like, sure. you do fellow okay, yeah, yeah. He he actually seems pretty apathetic about the whole thing. Like he's here to serve and isn't really any emotion one way or the other. Okay. I want to press him for some information about the party and anything that's gone on. Like what are the wait staff talking about? Sure. Normally you would have disadvantage on this because why would they talk to you? But because you've helped out and because you're being charismatic and whatnot, it'll cancel out that. So just give me either a charisma or persuasion flat. Okay. I think I'm with him as well. Can I also roll a charisma? Sure. Or a persuasion? Nat 20 plus 525. Oh, shit. All right. <laughs> I, I pop on my blue collar. Like, I pop it up, and I'm by, like, normal fucking people. Am I right? You know? <laughs> so you just ask, like, how things are going, basically? I want to press to, What are the wait staff talking about? About all these. You want the hot goss. What's the hot? What's the tea? What's the goss? <laughs> what's going on that the wait staff have picked up on? And uh, how can we use this to our advantage? Sure, definitely. All right. Let me actually even see what he knows. <laughs> He's just like, I don't know, man. He, he knows a fair amount. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> The DM slowly unzips his brain and slides information <laughs> in. You're going to know more. <laughs> <laughs> So he has a tray and he's kind of like walking and talking and you're following him. And as he kind of leaves the area with other people, uh, he mentions, he says, well, those ice people, this is the first time they've ever been in this country or any of them have been in this country ever. Mm -hmm. we, we don't know much about them, especially just us as the wait staff. People have definitely been talking about them, but I haven't really gotten the bead on what everybody's understanding of them are. I don't even know if they have an understanding really. Interesting. The other people, the horse people, we've been talking to them for a while. We've had some of them come to visit the city before, but even compared to these other people, you know, they, they might as well be our friends. But the people definitely want to crack open that nut that is the Iceland Dominion. Crack that nut. Is it, is it the ice and the horse people who don't have adventurers in their countries? Correct. Neither of them yeah. have adventuring academies or industry. Horse, well, horse boys, horse, horse, horse girls, horse men, <laughs> horse women. It's an entire country of fourteen-year-old girls. If you will. Yeah. reading young teen romance novels. The entire country is Lisa Frank. Um, <laughs> their biggest export is colorful pictures of horses. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Make it canon. <laughs> it's now canon, I guess. <laughs> Basically, he ends, though, saying that the night is still young. There's there's more to come, so we'll see what happens. Ooh, interesting. Can I maybe ask, as he's leaving, maybe just one more thing, a Columbo, if you will. Um, I want to ask about our side. Like, I've been hearing some weird rumors about the old lady that's about to go up there. Like, what's her deal? Well, she is well-liked here. She's been here longer than anyone else. She's, I mean, just look at her. She's been here a long time. Oh, she's like some fuddy-duddy? Is she, like, stuffy? Or is she, uh, you know, like you and I, you know? She's no nonsense, but she understands reality. She's not mm. quite in the upper echelons of, oh, I'm so rich and I can just buy anything. She knows what real life means, but at mm. the same time, she has reached her position by earning her spot. So she doesn't take slack. Gotcha. Gotcha. 
I was hoping for so, like, that he was like, yes, she's awful. We no, no, none of us <laughs> trust her. Also, we wrote that thing on the note that says don't trust her. Here's why. <laughs> <laughs> Not this one. We have a Fight Club-like thing, alliance of waiters and waitresses. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? Give me an investigation check or survival check really quick. Nine. Okay, so never mind. Don't Just ignore that that check ever happened. <laughs> He's about to go into the kitchen at this point. But also at this point, the old lady is going to make an announcement on stage. Before she does that, does anyone do any last minute thing? Uh, Hollybrook, you're the only one that doesn't know this is happening because you are in the bathroom. Okay. Sounds like no one else wants anything. So, oh, hello. Yes. Well, thank you. Thank you for coming. Uh, I wanted to introduce the dancing portion of the night. We will be performing several of our country's most famous works and we will also be having quite the treat tonight some orchestral pieces from our neighboring countries to the south and to the west and this will be some of the first time any of us have heard this and i'm quite looking forward to it so i hope all of you enjoy as well and there's a polite clap very half-hearted <laughs> she says following this there will be a short demonstration from our adventuring academy and then the rest of the night will be open mingling and she turns around she says and take it away and the band plays up all of you would recognize this current music as being domestic music kind of like john philip Sousa style music like nationalistic without being too over the top but also very jaunty as well. Man, I, I used to I used to like domestic music before they went mainstream. <laughs> um, and yeah, so, so no one's really like full on dancing to this. This isn't ballroom dancing, but people are at least kind of like bobbing up and down. A lot of the people who recognize the music are, are nodding along. People from other countries who don't know this music is listening to it, but they don't know the song well enough to dance to it yet. But yeah, so this is what's happening. And she did mention that the Adventuring Academy is going to make some type of demonstration later. That's not us. Or a demonstration will be made of us. <laughs> we thought that. We thought that's what might happen. We did talk about that, I think, last session. We're like, oh, yeah, they might spring something. Oh, is we is this going to be like... This is going to be like one of those like Victorian era human museums where they're like, hey, we pulled this person from Alaska. Stare at them. Phrenology. They're going to measure. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so there's music playing. And basically, you know, by the time you don't recognize the music, something's going to happen after that. Do I have to find oh. a chair really quickly? <laughs> at this point hollybrook you have exited the bathroom you really weren't dirty in the first place but you've spruced yourself up even more and you have dirty girl <laughs> you have come out uh and now there's your country's music playing i has yo you have been awkward with uh carbon thing do you leave at all yeah yeah i okay. move on <laughs> <laughs> is there anything that you would go towards in particular probably head back towards the games maybe try my hand at something different so there's the card game give me a performance check no no i do not so with a six you do very poorly you're very happy that you didn't bet anything <laughs> yeah I am. and you're also kind of too embarrassed to really make any connections yep <laughs> give me another constitution save for embarrassment <laughs> 14 as you finish up your card game uh, give me a perception check with disadvantage. Also a six. 
a person arrives next to you and they kind of look at you. They recognize you and they recognize the fact that you don't recognize them. And then they kind of like wave their hand in front of you. They basically speak to you. Oh, okay. So for you in in your initial, like, I don't know this person, but they know me. Um, what would your first reaction be? Um, a little, a little skittish. It's a little standoffish. Want to figure out. What's going on? Who is this? Eustace, you can speak to him now. <laughs> okay. Oh, definitely um, skittish. <laughs> uh, so, so, so he doesn't recognize me, right? He doesn't recognize you, but like, he, he, he knows, you. like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Well, uh, I would be like, and I don't, do I recognize him? Yeah, like you see him and you're like, hey, this is him. Um, and you recognize the fact that he doesn't know who you are. Well, yes, I um, I think we should probably, uh, very uh, prudent to, um, how shall I say this? Um, and, and he's clearly like kind of half stumbling, but <laughs> let's just say this whole situation seems terribly out of pocket <laughs> that's what you say right Ter out of pocket is that is that the, the parlance of uh oh times? my god oh can i go back to not recognizing him <laughs> <laughs> i mean you're still not quite sure who this person is but <laughs> the voice sounds familiar <laughs> uh yeah no i know that voice yes it's very out of pocket <laughs> um, uh, how, how would you say uh what's what is this um this is uh is it crunchy or cringy or or anything like that um i would uh maybe not quite it's a real soggy bottom use that yes yes it's a very it's a very soggy bottom if you will uh, be, be wary of who your friends are i guess i would say oh yeah absolutely you know if you if you and i look him right in the eyes when i say that <laughs> Give me first an insight check and then a perception check with advantage. Cool. So you look him straight in the eyes. He's being an awkward little shit, but you look at him right in the face. Um, and what was it that you said? Oh, he was saying, like, be wary of who your friends are. And I was like, yes, I am. Looking right in his eyes. Are you trying to intimidate him? Nope. Nope. I'm just, uh, <laughs> I'm just doggy in his bottom. Wait, you think, so you think that I'm me, and, yes. but you don't know that for sure, right? Yeah. Because the mask is, okay, all right. I would, I would maybe not trust that woman. She's, um, how shall I say? She's, she's the opposite of a yas queen, whatever. <laughs> perhaps a, perhaps a nay queen, if you will. Yes. She's a nay queen. I think that's what they call their queens in the horse country. <laughs> <laughs> As this is going, the music changes. Now it's playing music that you don't recognize. And it does have a very, what you as players might feel like old style country music, not the modern country music. And you feel just by your small interaction with it is that this song is from the Eldermore country with the horses and the agriculture. The Nay Queens. Yes, the Nay Queens. Is it the country twang? It's got the old style country twang. Yeah. I was thinking Carbon Fang feels like filled with anxiety, with anticipation of since the last announcement. So she tries mm -hmm. her best to just like make herself as invisible as possible and just sort of head towards uh, the exit maybe get, get herself closer to the exit give me a stealth check semi-successful 15 
they're gonna make uh well not they are but in general is gonna have an opposed so yeah no one's paying attention to you um, <laughs> yay <laughs> as you make your way towards the exit what are the others doing what's myrtle up to trying to blend so i don't get put in an awkward situation okay blend in with the other people or blend as in blend in with like the background uh more with the crowd since i'm small it really shouldn't be hard plus i'm good with my stealth with the comment about the Adventure Academy, I don't particularly want to be put on the spot. Sure. Give me either a performance with advantage or just straight deception to um, kind of hide within the crowds. 13. Okay. You're not extremely well hidden, but you're also not sticking out like a sore thumb. Yeah. You're kind of hidden. Carbon Fang is mostly hidden. What's Cassandra and Hollybrook up to? Hollybrook's probably rustling with, do I go talk to this lady or not? Because that would require her to tell a stranger that she is also undead, and I don't know if that's something Hollybrook would actually do, mm -hmm. given her hoity-toitiness. <laughs> Give me a constitution save. This is just to oh. see if you have, like, the balls to do it. Oh. oh okay. With a 22, you feel like... You're quite confident that you could probably tell this woman out of anyone. Okay. So I start looking for like, see if I can spot her in the crowd. Especially since I know nothing about what's about to happen with whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you also didn't see her at the table, so you wouldn't know that that's where she would go to. So give me a perception check. It would normally be with disadvantage, but because you had like that moment, you give you advantage to cancel out. So just a flat perception. Hey. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you, you recognize her lower half of the face and you go straight towards her. She's standing off to the side as her husband speaks to someone else. So you approach her and start talking. I do, but I try to keep it like nonchalant and not try to draw attention and just, of course, so I normally don't do this, but, and then kind of go into it. Sure. You insinuate it enough that she understands and gives a knowing nod. Um, so anyone listening in, you still have plausible deniability kind of thing? Yeah. But is there anything that you, like, guide the conversation towards with that? Or just kind of, you're just letting her know? I kind of guide it towards just getting information about that blue flame. And depending on how that goes, maybe tell her I see it in a dream. Kind of depends on how she reacts and stuff. Give me either a wisdom check or a religion check. Oh, okay. 22. With a 22, it's probably not best to just say like, hey, I see your religious iconography in my dreams. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, you can at least still talk to her about the iconography. Just don't necessarily come out straight saying, I see it in my sleep. Uh, so you speak to her. Give me a persuasion with advantage because she wants to talk about it. 17? Uh, she says, yes, many of our people back home, the winters are harsh. The summers are not that much easier. We live in icy tundra and not much lives. With so much of our people suffering, we oftentimes use ancient techniques to bring them back. <laughs> but of course, we need to work with the God of the Dead as once they cross over, they are belonging to him. Ooh. But he is a good and fair god. We respect him greatly. It's a little odd 
to be in your country, I must say, I know you don't have quite the same relationship with this god. You are afraid of him, and I can understand why, but he is the god of the dead, and he is not here to take you before your time. And he understands that many of us do die before we are fully developed, and he is oftentimes to give us back to this earth. I am very close to this, and because of that, I worship him as my deity. And of course, you don't need to worship him directly, but to have a good relationship is paramount to being able to live that life. Hmm. That life as in living as an undead person? Or that's more like, just not really asking her, but I guess I'm trying to get context here as an undead she, she, she's She's continuing to kind of give you that plausible deniability. She's not saying like, hey, you come back as a zombie. <laughs> she's just saying like, <laughs> hey, like, if you're if you're on good terms with this dude, he'll let you continue your life. Uh, okay. If it's meant to be, kind of. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Ooh, so they're not going to be part of the alliance. Yeah. Wait, that's the headline? Not hanging out with God of Death? <laughs> <laughs> hey, he may actually try to be a pretty cool dude. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, death. Death just like hangs out and smokes a bowl, and you play video games with him. I don't know. Like, I mean, death is the dude. What I would like from Hollybrook is a intelligence check with disadvantage. No. <laughs> so with a fifteen, what? So I'm not gonna say what because you only got a fifteen. But out of game, that little conversation that we had just had—not you and I, but everybody just talking in a second. A lot of falsities have been said, and it stems to a misunderstanding. And this is where you're starting to come into. You're realizing that your understanding of what she's talking about is from the from the very fundamentals, like wrong. You have been taught incorrectly what's happening. Mm. So my faith has been shaken. No, like your your faith, if anything, is stronger. But it's 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 more of a cultural thing. It's less of a of a faith thing and more of a cultural thing. And you're you're kind of getting that very beginning feeling of like, hey, the country might not have been telling me something that was truth truthful. Whether or not that was intentional, you you can't say. But it was a okay. fundamental understanding that was taught to you incorrectly. Um, following yeah. Intra okay. So it's it's basically like if all of a sudden you realize like, oh, the Immaculate Conception was not Jesus getting impregnated into Mary, but it was actually mm -hmm. Mary getting impregnated into her mother, and like culture has taught you the opposite, and then realizing like, oh, that's actually the wrong way okay. of thinking. Right. So it's 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 on it's along those lines of like, oh, something was taught to me and it was misunderstood. And then that misunderstanding oh, okay. was taught as truth. Right. So it's like all boomers. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Right. So like, they so at this point though, you realize that there's a new song. It's very kind of like Russian adjacent and it's kind of winding down to a close. Now, Hollybrook, you don't know about this, but everybody else knows that this is probably the end of that musical portion and that there's going to be a new portion to follow regarding this demonstration that she had mentioned. Now, I know Carbon Fang had started sneaking towards the exit, and a Myrtle started to kind of hide herself amongst the people, uh, <laughs> Enzio style. Now, 
as she comes back onto stage, she says, ah, yes. And she gives like a, a polite round of applause. You know, ah, yes. Thank you for that. So this is quite an interesting ensemble for the piece that everybody was here to experience. We have amongst you, I'm sure you have learned a few of our adventuring oh boy. Uh, students from our adventuring academy. Now, I would like to ask a few of them up here to give demonstrations if if they are, of course, around. And she looks around. Does anyone volunteer themselves? I'll go. Barbie. Well said. I would assume Hollybrook would kind of stand out. So... Diamond... I would assume she gets called out when she's... Nope. Oh, I would assume I'm the most beautiful person in the room. <laughs> you, Eustace's, Eustace's hands immediately go into his pockets. He wants to know part of this. Sure. Um, okay, so Cassandra starts going forwards. Um, Hollybrook, you're kind of like in the limelight. No one's forcing you to go, but do you feel kind of obligated to go forward? Probably. So as the two of you go towards the stage, she gestures you to take the stairs you get on the little stage the the orchestra has gone on break so they're not up here and she says ah these are two of our current students they are on their last year and they have their own strengths and they represent our class we have a wizard and she points over at cassandra and we have a cleric so both of these are in tuned with the magical forces that of course all of our countries share and not only do they have their magic but they also have their own abilities that have been trained and she claps her hands and kind of like what looks to be like a gurney is pulled out <laughs> onto stage and there's a body on it and oh. she basically asks um, for the cleric oh boy <laughs> she oh, no. says can you oh, please no. uh <laughs> demonstrate your your healing ways uh and can you give me a medicine check <laughs> uh, Oh, oh no! Oh. Oh. Right, do you want a medicine check? Yes, please. Yes, this body is dead. Wow! What a show! Okay, with a twenty-four, you not only diagnose this person with whatever was wrong with them, but you quickly fix the issue without even tools. Very quickly, and there's a genuine round of applause. It's not a rowdy one, but like it's not just polite. They're they're actually quite interested and impressed by your ability. Uh, and she said, oh, yes, yes. And uh, all of our clerics are taught the most up-to-date medicine of our country. And of course, and she points over at the equestrian table. She says, and of course, we are doing a lot of research with our neighboring countries. And then she also points over to the river country. And our own ally, of course, is deeply involved in our medical research and this alliance allows us to improve our medical knowledge. For our wizard, and she has Cassandra move forward, the wizards go through very intense training of our, of our world and of our history. Please. And basically what she does is she asks the audience to ask questions about the country, mostly for the people who aren't from here. But of course, even some people who are from here, uh, they start asking you. Uh, could you give me a history check with advantage, please? 21 so okay with a 21 though you you rattle off all the information you don't miss any of them and again they give Ooh. a very impressed clap now she also mentions to the crowd she says we also have uh in addition to the wizards and the rogues we also have rangers fighters 
bards, as well as rogues. Now, our rogue, I know, is hiding amongst you um, <laughs> and doing her thing. Um, <laughs> with that, does Myrtle do or say anything, or do you stay yeah, hidden? Myrtle will step out from the crowd. Okay. As you kind of step out, even the people that you were next to are kind of shocked at like, oh, that was the rogue. Oh, okay, yes. Um, <laughs> um, and what I would like basically is just a stealth check to kind of do that exiting into the crowd to see how they see you. <laughs> okay, with a nine. Um, not the most impressive thing, but the fact that you were there at all is still impressive. Uh, they go, oh, yes, yes. Rogues. So with, with that, and with the knowledge of what's happening, does Eustace or Ihaz or Carbon Fang present themselves, or do you stay off to the side? Ihaz I does like a casual, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like nod and wave, like, I'm here, I'm here. Our fighter, of course, is very agile. They take intense physical training. And can you give me either acrobatics or athletics with advantage? Okay. I'm excellent at both. Okay. Yeah. So with a 22, you end up doing like a front flip onto the stage to enter. And of course, they all clap for you. Very impressive. And a crowd uh, surf next. <laughs> <laughs> Do you um, want me to shoot fireballs at you so you can dodge them? <laughs> <laughs> so then the the final two just uh do do Eustace or Carbon Fang come out or do you continue to not? Well, Carbon Fang was shy at first, but seeing how well things have been going, she'll I think it gained her some some confidence, so she'll come out. Okay. She introduces uh you as a ranger. Uh she says, This is our ranger. They are very good at fighting both as close or long range, but also we teach them a great deal of arcana, so they are understanding of the magical world. And very similar to Cassandra's question and answer, she gives you a question and answer, but regarding like the magical world. So could you give me an arcana check, please? Uh, sure. With, dis uh, with any advantage or just regular? Uh, just flat. Oops. Okay. With a 13, you start off not as great, but you build up. So there's a little bit of like a, wait, is she actually good at this? But then as you start to warm up to it, they're like, oh, okay, she knows what she's doing. She, she gives a clap. <laughs> and then finally, does Eustace join, or do you continue to stay in the crowd? Eustace? 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 <laughs> um, no, I think... I, I don't honestly don't know what he'd do in this case. I think... He, he does enjoy trying to do his best, but he doesn't really like the spotlight as much as, you know, probably people would think. <laughs> I don't know. That's, I'm, you know, well, here's the thing. He would probably feel peer, peer pressured into it. Yeah. I'm going to say that as you go up, you feel pressured into it, so you're kind of going to do your own thing. Give me a sleight of hand check. Oh, okay. Um... Hey, 17. You make it to the the stage and you hand the old woman her own pocketbook. Hey. Picked off from her before you got onto the stage. And the people are confused at first, but as as she acknowledges like, oh, my bag. Um, they all realize <laughs> like, oh, this man was able to steal from her. <laughs> um, take a, take a bow <laughs> and quickly exit. <laughs> <laughs> also in that, give me a deception check. Okay. Ooh, a 10. Okay. With a 10. Um, you try to basically hide your, yourness, but like 
they know that you're awkward, but they don't take it any offense. It's just like, you know, not everybody is meant for the stage. Um, <laughs> you, you make your leave. What I would like is from all of you to give me a performance check. And basically combined, you need a 60 to get a good yeah. score. And then the more you do, the better the thing will be. So you got a 96. So um, yeah. you did 50% better than you needed to. So a lot of the people have been impressed by this. So not only did they accept this as like, yes, this is a good show, but also this has impressed me enough to better believe in this as a system and as an academy. So very specifically, you have been presenting the Adventuring Academy, which teaches people how to be adventurers. And as you leave the stage now, she goes on with a few other people who have joined now, and they start talking about adventuring as an industry, uh, which would be then taken by these other countries to add into their own domestic product, to, for lack of a better term. <laughs> but this doesn't involve you. So all of you now are grouped together and you're off to the side. So this doesn't involve you. The spotlight's off of you, but you're all together. Um, and you have this moment to reconvene. So Holly's just ecstatic with herself and <laughs> I did great and I should be so proud and <laughs> me, 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 me. <laughs> <laughs> So I'll ask it off now, I'm assuming. It's good to see the inner diva coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Carbon Fang, what did you say earlier? Oh, did we take off our masks? Like, are we done no. with the event? Or oh. No, the, the event's still going on, but, like, your demonstration has ended. Okay. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else that you discuss amongst each other? Um, I, Eustace goes ahead and shares and positively reinforces the team because he's a positive guy and shares <laughs> what he learned about the nations when we're away from people, what he learned about the Alliance and like, oh yes, I made a good impression on an ally. I didn't get to talk to too many foreign people, but our allies are definitely interested. And I think we, we did a good position and I learned a key bit of lore <laughs> about some things about the God of death. And, and, and global intrigue. <laughs> I'm sure Hollybrook is interested in this. Let's say, yeah. She looks at him, but doesn't really say much. Just kind of gives him that inquisitorial look. Um, Hollybrook, give me a religion check. Then. Yeah, so you, you're kind of paying attention, but you don't say anything. So what was it that you just said? Or did you actually say, you just said you learned something about him? Uh, I said I learned uh, a bunch about uh, something in global intrigue, especially with when it comes to the god of death, because he's probably going to be proud of himself. Like, he's probably <laughs> like, look what I did, you know, like, not in a bragging way, but just like, he's like, yeah, I found out something. You know, this is outside his wheelhouse. So it's, it's like, ooh. definitely in a bragging way. <laughs> ooh, I found it. It's, it's like, picture uh, an evangelical Christian being like, I went to a rock concert. You know? <laughs> it's like, who aren't I exciting and dynamic? I found out about the god of death. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, does anyone else share anything? Um, yeah. I wonder what that note was about. Like, I, we haven't seen, I want to share the group that, like, we haven't seen anything super suspicious about this event. It, I mean, it also, there's also the potential that there's discord within the academy. And based on the, the competing visions of the God of Death we've found, there could be competing visions of what's to happen with the alliances that might be made. Well, 
Holly hasn't said anything yet about the competing vision. Uh, yeah, that's true. Only Holly knows about the, the visions. Um, yeah, there is something Ihaz has to bring up. <laughs> Earlier, there was a moment where Ihaz, like someone was trying to get Ihaz's attention, and he didn't quite recognize the person, and the voice was a lot like Eustace, but when he examined very closely, it wasn't Eustace. What? So that, like, somebody faked one of us. Potentially they're faking more of us. I don't know anything more than that, just that somebody was acting and trying to talk like Eustace, but upon close examination wasn't. Don't know what that means. Eustace feels kind of, I don't know, not violated, but like, <laughs> creeped on? Uh, he, he immediately starts looking around, like, anxious, like... What's going on? Who? Who? Someone's trying to be me. What? And I has is like I'm as confused by this as you. Why the hell would anyone want to <laughs> be you of all people? Well, That's I... why I stared closely. I mean, like, why are you talking to me? <laughs> um, discussing this here. I mean, you're off to the side. Like people aren't next yeah. to you. Yeah. We're near the punch bowl. <laughs> yeah. We're near the baby carrots. No one's getting those at a party. Yeah. No. <laughs> celery sticks and ranch dressing. St yeah, celery sticks and yeah, no, we're near the veggies that no one's getting. You guys, I guess, would see Eustace kind of be like, um, and he's like worried about this because that's creepy. That's, yeah. That's, um, they could be, uh, 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 uh like he's like, <laughs> Eustace, give me a perception check as you kind of just scan the room to see if anyone looks like you. Okay. Uh, 15. Again, you're, you're battling against the illusionary magic of everyone's mask, but you don't see anyone that particularly looks like you. But then again, you don't know how well I has would have recognized you or not. Yeah, because what I have noticed, I has was did barely recognize anybody. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't tell anybody apart. I, I I think that you have an inkling. Yes. <laughs> okay. And I guess at that point I go. I as are, are you sure? I stared into his eyes. <laughs> Eustace uh, holds up the nice bag that he bought from the tailor. He goes, did he have this? Did you notice this? I I didn't look at his clothes very closely. I don't know. Give me a, uh, a perception check in retrospect. Okay. Uh, 14. I mean, his outfit looked similar. You weren't discerning to be like, is this you? But you're like, oh, yeah, it's the same color. It's the same basic outfit and had a bag. Mm-hmm. Did have a bag, yeah. Mm. Didn't feel right. Eustace is uh, understandably creeped out that someone's impersonating him and is is uh, starting to, like, sweat a little bit. He's like, oh, yeah, oh this, is, this is weird. I don't like this. <laughs> At this point, you all realize that the event is mostly over. The speech of the industry portion is coming to a close. And then there's just a little bit of mingling at the end. And then people will start trickling out of the ballroom. This is basically your last chance to make any impressions that you want to make, do any investigations you want to make, anything like that. So this is the ending of this event. So whatever you want to do, this is your last chance. Should we all just kind of split up and see if we see anybody that looks like Eustace? Mm, yeah, I mean, could do that. Yeah, or or see if there's anybody with that looks like all of us. Like yeah, any us. any there anyone. Could, there could be there could be anybody. <laughs> but but there's that cantrip, right? How can we recognize anybody? Like we can't even recognize. We could barely recognize each other. 
It is True. difficult, but not impossible, but it is difficult. You know, does anybody have a pen or ink? But what if we pay attention to clothes and not a mask? Does anybody what if yeah, we yes. just what if we just burn down the entire ballroom? There we <laughs> go. Panic. <laughs> and then and, and and then maybe people would be freaked out and like take start taking off their masks as they escape. <laughs> um okay, I think I have in my inventory do I have something that's can write? We'll put a mark on um under our sleeve. Like we'll draw put an ink under the our wrists on the sleeve. That way we know who we are. And if anybody encounters an imposter, they ask them to roll up their sleeve, and if the mark isn't there, we know I think that, is there a time for this? That's what, I, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah. Eustace, you, you have a disguise, Kate. You have like makeup. You can just easily make marks on people. Okay. All right. That'll work then. Yeah. So you have marks to identify yourselves physically. Each of you give me either perception if you're going to passively look or give me um, investigation if you're going to actively go out and look for people. Okay. Investigation is active look. Yeah. And act like you're going out to search for that person versus you're standing there looking around. That would be perception. And we're all doing this. If you want, <laughs> if you want to not participate, you can do that too. <laughs> uh, I got a nine. <laughs> so most people don't find anybody. Hollybrook, with a 21, you beat the other person's 20 uh, stealth check. Oof. Give me a 1d6, if you can. You see Cassandra speaking to a foreign dignitary. She does not have the mark on her arm. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Is anybody near, is like anybody in the group near me? Eustace and Myrtle. <laughs> I'll go see what I can do. Yeah, I try to rope in the ones as close to me as I can without drawing too much attention to at least, like, myself. But I try to get the other two, like, hey, guys, come here. Sure, you, 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 to the two of them, you're like, point, and you're like, Cassandra. And then you also look over there, and it's like, there's another Cassandra. (laughs) There's two Cassandras. Yeah. What do I need to roll to try to get over there to get some information? Or follower? I don't know what my best option is. Give me a stealth check. Happily. (laughs) (laughs) Or not. Yes. Somebody can come up and, like, join the conversation and see what she's talked with fake Cassandras to say. Ooh. Fake fake Cassandra sees you coming from a mile away and (laughs) goes into the crowd and kind of, for lack of a better term, disappears. Uh, Oh, she's in on it. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's just proof. (laughs) Well, it's fake Cassandra. We don't really know anything about her other than she's fake Cassandra. So the, the fake Cassandra is now missing. And at this point, the guests are starting to leave. Uh, slowly, not like being ushered out or anything, but people are like, oh, it's getting late, let's go. They're getting their last bit of drinks. There's no more food, but people are still having drinks, but a lot of them are starting to make their way out. Um, do we still see the people that Fake Cassandra was talking about, talking to? Yes, that person is still there. Um, so whoever saw the conversation, can, can you come up and talk to the other party? I don't think I saw I saw the conversation. So. Yeah, unfortunately, you went elsewhere to go look. If the three of the ones who did perceptions, if either of you want to go to that person, you could. Yes, I immediately want to go there because wait, did did Eustace notice the fake Cassandra, or did they the others notice as well? Sorry. So so Hollybrook noticed and pointed out to okay. the two of yeah. you. Okay, yeah, I want to go over there immediately. 
Sure. You immediately go over. You see this person. This is a foreign dignitary. This is someone from the horse country. But yeah, you can you can speak to this man. He sees you come up. I think Eustace would be obviously a little shook. He but he's he's like recovering because now he's got the situation. He knows that there's multiple fakes. Mm-hmm. There's something going on here. How would he cleverly try to cleverly discern this? What's Cassandra dressed like? Uh, she's got that copper dress. Okay, I guess Eustace. It's from the horse country. Damn! So he has to be on his good behavior. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> to say, where's my ex? <laughs> Did mm-hmm. she cheating on me? Help me out, man to man. Uh, you know what? Give give me an insight check. Okay, let's see. Fourteen. He didn't talk to you because he seems to be in a bad mood. Oh. Okay. In that case. Uh, Eustace will try to repair this. He'll say he introduced himself as a member of the Adventuring Academy and unfortunately say that there seems to be some confusion going on and we might have someone trying to sully our name of the Adventuring Academy. We have somebody that wants to poison the well between our countries and I think it was the person just last talking to you. Okay, Um, give me either a performance or a persuasion check. Okay, I will do a persuasion. Uh, 11. Okay. Yo. So he, he kind of looks at you odd. He's like, yes, I, I saw you on the stage. I saw her on the stage as well. Uh, she was very good at the questions, but I wonder if those questions were planted. She didn't seem so smart in person. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, that gets me a little bit of information. Um, <laughs> is Did anybody else run over? What do you mean? Uh, who did anybody any of the three other perception check people? Oh, uh, I think Merle. Did you want to go? I did, but I failed. My, I mean, I didn't do good on my stealth check. Oh yeah, she she basically just left. But you're still there. So if you want to talk to this person, yeah, sure. Okay. Um, so there's other people around. Where is real Cassandra? Uh, real Cassandra's off to the side. She just went out to go look for other people, but didn't find anyone. Is she? Where is that in relation to where fake Cassandra just ran? Two opposite directions. Okay, I point that out to the dignitary, and I say, how could that person be over there and here at the same time? I go, we have an imposter in our midst. Okay, give me an intimidation check to cause a panic. (laughs) 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 Ah, damn it. See, you know, the one time, the one time I have a character that's like, he would probably be telling the truth here. (laughs) I hope I get a nat one. Okay. All right. A six. <laughs> okay. With a three. Okay. You're not very intimidating. He's like, look, I don't have time for this. Uh, I don't know anything. I don't, I'm going to, I'm just going to go. <laughs> he turns to okay. me. Um, Mer- Myrtle, is there anything you do as he tries to leave? Can I try to follow? Maybe see if she's left anything. Oh, uh, sure. Either give me a survival check or a investigation check. Okay. With a 19, what I will say is this is a very clean establishment. Um, However, earlier, uh, Hollybrook knocked over some food. So there was a little bit of gunk on the floor. Not enough that it was very visible, but with you doing your survival check, uh, you saw very faintly footprints leading away, and it was a female shoe. And as the female shoe continues, it slowly changes into a regular shoe. Oh, cool. Uh, Interesting. I'm guessing I lose the trail. Yeah, eventually the whatever was on that person's footwear wears off. But at this point, most of the people have left. And the little old lady approaches the group of most people, which I'm assuming actually would be Eustace and Hollybrook and Merle. And she says, oh, well, 
thank you. Thank all of you. You did a wonderful job. If you don't mind, I'll stamp your cards in the morning. We just need to kind of get a balance of how things went. People are going to be having a, a few individual meetings for the rest of the night. And depending on if any, and she kind of wink, wink, nudge, nudges, <laughs> any international uh, developments happen, uh, you may, of course, be compensated for a C-level class. Otherwise, uh, you will be more than definitely getting your D-level acceptance. Okay. okay. I will be at the ministry office. You may come as early as 8 a.m. And I will be in my office. I, do, I, I just realized I never gave you my name. Uh, <laughs> 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 just kidding. So she goes, uh, I am Chairman Gladys, Gladys Agathis. Find my office and I will, of course, give you your stamps. Uh, I just need to take tally of exactly how your effect gathers up. Is that okay? Eustace feels that he's just been had. Like, mm -hmm. he just did a work and they said, I'll pay you tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you, if you want... Office will be empty. <laughs> if you want, you can give me an insight check. Uh, yeah, I'll give an insight check. She Tomorrow we're going to find out she doesn't even work here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She died 20 years ago. What are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah with a five check, she died 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she said that she'd be there tomorrow. If you feel that's a lie, then you feel that's a lie. If you want, if you feel that's a lie and you want to be like, no, stamp it now, she'll, you know, you can ask that. Nah, I can't fight City Hall, or in this case, the bursar's office, or whatever. Like, <laughs> I think we should follow her and see what the after-party discussions, how the after-party discussions go. Actually, yeah, could we, is there a way we could stick around, or are they going to break out into, like, you know, they're going to go to bars nearby and, you know, hobnob? Yeah, already most of these people have left okay. and have dispersed, and then you, you assume she's not going to stay in this ballroom. Because this ballroom isn't part of the ministry, this is, like, right, you know, for renting right. space. Yeah. Um. I mean, if you want to follow her, you could, but... I don't want to stalk the, one of the, the ombudsmen or whatever. I don't want to stalk them. <laughs> okay, so at this point, does the group go back to the hotel for the night? You know, I guess, yeah, we have the rooms. Why not? Yeah. So you go back to the hotel, you get a long rest. I don't think anyone ex expended anything again, but uh, you do get the effects of a long rest. And we'll wrap up here for today. Thank you for listening to Remedial Adventuring. The intro outro song is Thinking Doc by Anachronite, and our various ambient tracks are by Bartify. Our players have asked to remain anonymous, at least for now, but I have been your DM, Adam Souza. Next session is actually going to be a two-part charity stream, but we'll be back following that with our normal D&D podcast. See you in two weeks. She's a nay queen. I think that's what they call their queens in the horse country.